0: Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM.
1: Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Uh, We thank you uh, for all the things that you're doing. I pray that you would Help me to think, you think through my mind, speak through my lips. Give me the tongue of the learned that I might speak a word to them that are weary. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I forgot something. Glory to God. So this is, um, so this is a sword, a real sword. My brother gave this to me many, many years ago. I've been um, like hiding it from the boys because they just like this kind of stuff. Isn't it so cool, right? This is a real, this is a real sword. Um, so today, what we're going to do is I'm going to use the sword to get rid of some stinking thinking. Um, this sword represents the word of God. And it, it, when it's sharpened, it, it's very dangerous. And I'm going after some some religious thinking that is unbiblical. Okay. And so we're going to go, we're going to. We're going to really, we may cut you today, but we'll heal you. (laughs) We may bring some discomfort, but we'll comfort you at the same time. The word of God is it it brings comfort. It also cuts. It it actually kills some things. It actually brings some things to life. And so I I believe that today we're going after some wrong thinking. Um, I had the Lord come to me this morning. All this week I've been waking up with the spirit of prophecy on me. And, um, and I tell you, he came to me this morning about you around two o'clock this morning. And, um, and I, I really, in my natural self, I, I resisted preaching what I'm about to preach. But he's been dealing with me since I left. When I was in Uganda, he dealt with me about sharing this with you. And so the sword represents the word of God. And I'm going after some ways of thinking that is unbiblical. And I want you to be open and hear from the Lord. Amen. Amen. So uh, Destin asked me if he can have this when he gets older. I said, it's yours. He said, really? So this is just a reminder that when it becomes uncomfortable, what we share, I'm going after some things. Amen. So thank you, Lord. All right. So let me just share some testimonies and then we'll get into the word of God. So Alfred, do not put that up right away. Um, Let's talk about the favor. How many know favor isn't right? Isn't fair. Um, he 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 actually says that he surrounds us like a shield with his favor, and we got favor. So I, I want to share a real brief about the trip to Uganda. Favor the money came in before I left. Glory to God. Favor there's money that came in while I was away for the August trip. Favor um, I actually went to the airport, um, and and the Lord just blessed with favor. And then when I got to there's two trips. Um, we have to stop in Athens, Greece, and then we also have to stop in Dubai. And they actually had um, changed my flight from 12 hours delay in Dubai to actually a day and a half. And while I was in Dubai, a good friend of mine, Pastor Jacob, who's preached preacher, by way of a video, when we were on lockdown, Indian pastor in ben Salem, Pennsylvania, he actually um, arranged for his cousin-in-law to um, give me a tour. So I was able to get a tour for free around town and eat good food. And that was great. That was great. That was wonderful. That's favor. But I did not know this, that when I, oh, okay. well, actually, when I got to North Airport, I actually had four bags plus two personal bags that was two, three of them was overweight. And so that's like an extra hundred and something, $165. The lady says, listen, I'm going to, I'm only going to charge you for two, take it and spread it, spread it off. I had a lot of water. Um, because I, I need water to brush my teeth and I need water to drink. Um, Trader Joe's water, actually. Uh, and um, and because of the electrolytes. When I sweat, I, I lose electrolytes a lot. And sometimes I've learned this. Um, if I cr- wake up in the middle of the night cramping, um, that's because of the electrolytes. I used to think it was Charlie Horse. and I ate a banana and it wouldn't go away. <laughs> and um, and so I found out it was I was losing the magnesium as well as electrolytes. So I packed a lot of Uh, water from Trader Joe's with electrolytes in it. And so I was spreading the thing. And so she only charged me for two. I have four big bags because we went over there to bless the pastor and his wife and his kids. So we took some of our our, our, our kids toys (laughs) because they have more than enough. They still got toys that that they haven't used. (laughs) So I took computers. I took a lot of stuff over. And then um, so that was favored there. So when I get to Dubai, um, it's an extra a day and a half and I was kind of complaining about it. Like I like to buy, but I just kind of want to go to the mission. And when I get there, um, the guy tells me, oh, you're going to have to take the four bags with you to the hotel. I said, what? Four? like, that doesn't make sense. Take it out and then bring it back and go through security. But anyway, he, he, he arranged for me to, for it to meet me in Uganda. So that was favor again. I didn't realize, I didn't, I forgot that the fact that I needed to apply for a visa, to get into Uganda. So I would have been there and not had a visa. So I'm like, oh, man, how did I forget this? Lockdown happened. (laughs) So I go, and so I applied, trying to apply for it online, didn't get to it, and I got there. Long story short, while I was there a day and a half, it was working. The favorite guy was working. I was able to get it back, so they sent it to me, but then I got on a plane. I actually fly it on the way to Uganda from Dubai, business class that's the will of god for me from now on oh god i was like oh, i can lay down i have a big table they served me wine i didn't drink the wine uh, but it just like oh, i was so great i was like oh this is the way to live first class first class was like eleven thousand um, dollars you know but I, I think that's the will of god too <laughs> so i just like you know what I, I was talking to one guy he's like why you need to be first class I just need to be first class. That's the will of God. All right. You want to stay economy. I'm going to go business or first. That's the will of God for me. He loves me. I'm a big deal. So that's what I'm going with. I don't care what you think. First business class is the will of God. All right. So so I'm, I'm like laying down. Oh, it's so good. They fed me as Emirates. They just feed you, just keep feeding you meals, like not just not like cookies or something, but like meals chicken and rice and, and I mean just all kinds of stuff so I'm eating I'm like oh god and you know uh, I'm really bougie when it comes to doing number two I don't like to do it public I would drop I would fly home and do number two and then go back on the mission Mississippi that's just the way I am wired but anyway that's too much information but it's all good we're gonna leave it in the in a message uh, so we get oh so I get to Dubai um and Dubai is a huge airport and so for the first 30 minutes I'm, I'm going in circles I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to talk to them. they like, go down there. And then somebody said, go the other way. So I'm like, Lord, your word says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I'm good because of the blood. Order my steps. So I asked somebody. So one guy saw me struggling. He says, well, actually, actually, I was in the line from Dubai trying to go to Uganda. And it was a long line. I was running late. So I get there. And um, so there's a long line. And I said, I don't think I'm supposed to be in this line. You know, I'm last. Last should be first. And so he says, come here. He took me to another side and got me right through it. Another favor, right? So I, I get there. Um, so I, um, I get to the um, um, Uganda. Oh, okay. And then I'm supposed to go to the gate. The gate is like 30 to 40 minutes away. So I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, oh, God. I got this one bag and backpack. And I'm like, oh, God, I need to hurry up. Favor. One guy says, wait a minute. Where are you going? Where are you going? i showed him. He says, oh. This is too far for you all. Get on, you know, for the thing that they use for like handicapped people. And I was just like, and all of a sudden I see all these people I'm passing, I'm like, oh, I want to get them. Sometimes you can't show your favor. And so I just like, oh, yo, come. come. No, like, oh no, no, this is the favor. And it's like the favor of God just took me from where I was from checking in all the way to my gate and dropped me off. Favor. So I get to Uganda. Um, they actually said I don't need a COVID shot, didn't need to show that I'm vaccinated. And so I get to Uganda, but I I just, you know. I, I, I remember the dream that I had about if you're going to go and travel internationally, you need to have a COVID shot. So I go and I'm like, oh, I don't need my thing. They're like, where's your COVID proof that you got vaccinated? I was like, man, I'm so glad I had it. I have it on my phone, but I glad I took the physical copy. So it's physical copy. He says, come in. So I go and, and, and they're looking up the visa. He says, Mr. Wright, it's not here. I said, okay, what do I need? They said, well, we got to wait before it goes through. It could take a day. I said, I'm not, I'm going to be in the airport all day. It pays to be nice to people. So I said, okay, yes, ma'am. And so I was just thanking the Lord. Patience was working in me and things I've been preaching about. Thank you, patience. And so the lady's like, come here. Take me in the back. And she's looking. Oh, she's calling. No, it ain't clear. So she's like, I don't understand. How much you pay for? I said, $395. She said, what? It's only $15. And I was like, it don't matter. Money ain't a thing with God. So I mean, I just, I don't, you know, and so she's like, "Hmm, go through favor, 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 favor. It works. Favor is working for me. Um, I didn't I didn't ask a friend of mine from North Carolina. He's a he's a, pa- a pastor out in North Carolina, Lexington, North Carolina. He actually called one of his sons in the ministry and said, Hey, I think Pastor Dwayne, you should hook him up. I didn't ask for extra speaking engagements. All I wanted is just, you know, the speaking engagement, the pastor who was hosting me. And so he put on two more speaking engagements. Um, one was a wonderful church and so forth, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. Another a good church. And so um I get there, it was wonderful. The heat, um, the Lord, um, they had the the I stayed in the guest wing of the pastor's house. It was wonderful. They had it clean. They had a net thing. I was like, "Why do you need the net thing?" But I'm so glad because mosquitoes. God kept me in the middle. I mean, just wonderful. And may um, God have a deal. I was telling on this. May God have a covenant. I said, whenever I travel, I don't ever want to see a snake. You know, I just I just told the Lord. I said, I don't want to see a snake. And and, and Cleveland's like, oh, really? You, you know, you're gonna see it? no, no, doubt and unbelief, right? <laughs> so um, I'm telling you, I went to the farm, I went to the country, and I was in the woods, I was on the grass, didn't see no snakes. Glory to God. God is so good, kept my covenant with him. Uh, I just I'm so very grateful. Only time I wanna see a snake is if I go to Safari or to the zoo. That's the deal, all right? You won't see me in the nations. I don't want to see any snake. But I'm gonna tell you, when I was laying in bed throughout the night, sometimes I would think like there's a snake underneath. And then when, sometimes when I was on the toilet, I was thinking the snake will come through. I mean, I was looking at the things. I mean, just I was tormented. I said, in the name of Jesus, I resist fear. I resist fear. And then it's just like snake is gonna come. And like, hey, I'm gonna get you, PD. You know, I mean, just all thoughts coming through my mind. Um, the oh, power went out. Thank God for battery packs. Dave taught me about that many years ago. I got batteries for everything. Computer. I'm like, oh God, it's hot and it's like, no electricity. And my wife was like, this sounds like Willingboro. I mean, just like, it's just, it was just wonderful. wonderful. Um, so that's the favorite. So um, the Lord uses, many people got, got saved, many people rededicated, over 85 people got filled with the Holy Ghost and spoken tongues over the many churches that we went to. and um, what I've realized that I don't lay hands a lot, and so sometimes I pray for people in general and just say, be filled, and they was a little bit will speak, but when I laid hands on everybody, everybody 100% success. I need to lay hands more. <laughs> so forgive me for not laying hands more. Um, so that was that was good. And then, I mean, it spoke in tongues just fluently. Um, got a chance to minister to over 30 pastors, and KLM actually sponsored the meal, so we were able to bless these pastors who came far and near with some, a good meal. Glory to God. So we sold into several um, healings, stomach issues, back pains. Um, teeth issues. That's something God is using me with. I'm talking to him about feeling silver and gold now. Um, just tooth infections. and So I would pray a general mass prayer and the power of God went through and tooth infections left. He was like, oh, my teeth is wonderful. Oh, no. like It's like Jesus the dentist showed up hey, several times in several different meetings. Glory to God. And then we had two notable miracles. Um, there was two people who were deaf. One 60-year-old, and I just prayed a general prayer, didn't even lay hands on her, and God, Jesus took, gave her hearing back. She said, I can hear. Another place, somebody else received hearing. Miracles. I had somebody say to me the other day, oh, they must be really hungry for God. Not. It's the same anointing. I do not have a third world country anointing. I have the anointing that heals anybody first class, third class, developing, underdeveloped, whatever, blacks, white, Hispanics. The, the, the Muslims love me. I got, I got a to minister to, to Muslims guys in Dubai. Um, well, they're actually not Muslim. They're actually Christians. But I'm, I'm speaking to preach. Somebody was trying to work and give me an engagement in Dubai. I'm going to preach Jesus in a Muslim country. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter where you are. The anointing is not hindered by um, the country. It's hindered by the, the expectation and doubt and unbelief. And so I just like, so they just like, they're really hungry. I said, the same issues that we have here, we have the heaven in Uganda. So don't, don't tell me, it's, oh, they're really hungry. They walk from outside, they walk everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, heat, it's hot. It's hot here. It's cold here now. But you know what I'm saying? So let's not allocate the anointing only to uh, somewhere is nice. Like, oh, oh, they're hungry. Oh, they're hungry. No, no, no. That's lies. They are hungry, but like I see people who are hungry there, I see people who are hungry here. Um, so I went to one church. Um, it was a mega church, one of the biggest churches I've spoke at, both here in the United States and in Uganda. And, um, and, and when I came, they was like, the man of God is here. And they sent me six bodyguards. I said, what the heck is this? And so they're like, so I had a media guy and I had an armor bearer who served. The armor bearer I met 10 years ago, but I actually met him face to face in 2019. And he got delivered from a demon, got filled with the Holy Spirit. And now I'm Bible college, now I'm trying to go to seminary. And so, so they following me and they was like leaving the pastor, the media guy and the armor bearer there. And so they take me up to the pastor's office and goes behind doors. This guy had a bigger, nice TV than I do at home. I was like, man, did they have fresh juice, tropical juice? Um, I was like, what is going on? And they would let them in. You have to have a key to swipe. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? And then all of a sudden we, we decided to go to service. We go to service. This is the youth service. It's packed. So we go into youth service and they're singing. And they like, said, wait a minute, a man of God is gonna come here. And they're talking about their pastor. He come, they come come in, and then they give me a mic that is gold. I was like, man, this is like I'm gonna take this home. <laughs> Michael's watch out. <laughs> And so I'm preaching and, and whatnot. Lord, Hill save, wonderful things there. And um, and then the pastor was like, "Yeah, I just did a fifty thousand meeting, fifty thousand people meeting, and I want you to come and preach." He showed me videos. He says I'm over three thousand pastors, and they, we all come together. And then he's like, "I actually go to China underground churches, and I want you to come." I was like, "I don't know you, but you know, but thank you for the invitation." But um, it, it, was, it was wonderful, and they gave me a big honorarium. Glory to God. I got over two hundred dollar American dollars while preaching to other churches. That's why I was able to buy this. <laughs> Glory to God. So, yeah, God is good. All right. So that's the testimony. Amen. 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 All right. So this is what the Lord wants me to share with you. Um, yes. Oh, OK. So in 2019. We were able to raise over twenty five hundred dollars for a church that had dirt floors and that floor is paved now. Beautiful. They, we rearranged the church. We were actually able to bless the pastor a little bit because he had a land that was about to be stolen. He had extra over. So we The, the I didn't have the pictures, but it's, it's one. I'll show you the pictures. It's wonderful. I got a chance to do a healing service there. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. All right. So the Lord came to me. While I was in Uganda and he came again, he wanted me to preach about this. So we're starting a new series today called, um, this is, Tamika's going to love this, um, Wealth Building for the Kingdom. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's show that. Wealth Building for the Kingdom. Oh, <laughs> okay, nice. Um, <laughs> I, that wasn't what I was speaking, but it's all good. Uh, wealth Building for the Kingdom. It looks weird. Um So today's sermon is called Vision for Increase. Everybody say Vision for Increase. Okay, so the series is Wealth Building for the Kingdom. I've never talked about money like this, but Lord wants me to share it with you. Amen. Amen. So, and I heard these words, like like I said, the the spirit of prophecy has been on me last week, and I heard this word, woke my wife up praying in tongues, and um, I heard these words, the anointing to push you into wealth. And I just saw me pushing people into wealth. Are you ready for this? Amen. So the house are actually going to do some discipleship and and helping you with some practical things to get out of debt and to get money. But I'm going to I'm going to feed your faith today. Amen. And so the anointing to push you into wealth is upon me this morning. God wants you to have more. He doesn't want you to have. He doesn't want more to have you, but he wants you to have more. There's a land of plenty reserved for you and your family. Uh, me and my wife often, um, there's times that we, we were struggling, and, and my wife would say, "I'm tired of suffering the sun looking like house." <laughs> you know there's junk everywhere." And I'm telling you, we, we have to think more. We have to believe for more. There are several different ways in which we can get wealthy. Uh, you know it is possible to get wealthy without God. You do understand that right? There's some men and women who have mastered some laws without the Lord involved in it. So I don't want you to think, oh, I get Jesus, I get wealth. Most church members are not wealthy. Most believers are not wealthy, but you can be. (laughs) I need somebody to claim that for yourself. Amen. So there's nothing inherently evil about money, right? There's nothing. Money is neutral. It's neither um, good or bad. Some people (laughs) think that money is so bad, Um, but the truth is some people can't handle wealth. Some people go to hell over some wealth. Uh, money actually brings what's inside of you out. So whatever got whatever you got working on and inside of you, it's going to show up on the outside when you get some money. So so you got to make sure you have some good stuff. I love what John three says. I, I wish above all things that you may prosper, even as you and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So your soul got to be prospering. It has to be prosperous. And if you always think low level, that's what you'll have. And if you have a heart to give to the kingdom and his mission, then that will come out of you as well. Amen. So go to Proverbs 29. Proverbs 29. I I, I just believe that the Lord wants us to be wealthy for his glory. I'm not talking about self-centeredness or materialistic mindset. I'm talking about a a heart to, to grow. And I believe the Lord wants. I'm looking at some entrepreneurs. Some millionaires, some millionaires. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at some millionaires. I see money on you. I see money on you. Yeah, you are a big deal. And there's some money reserved just for you and your family. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 29 verse 18. We're talking about vision for increase. Proverbs 29 verse 18. It says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. But blessed is he who keeps the law. Um, King James says, where there's no vision, the people perish. But he that keeps he, who, he that keeps the law happy is he. Any area you are perishing in, there's a lack of vision in that area. Let me say that again. That's worth your trip. Coming up the stairs, parking down the street, dealing with some hot and heat in this building. Where there is any pe- area, any area that you're perishing in, there's a lack of vision in that area. Whether it's your health. Your marriage, your children, your singleness, whether it's your employment, an employer, come on, any area that you are perishing in. And John three sixteen actually changed my life after many years, many hours of praying in tongues and meditating on this wonderful book. Um, my cousin once asked me, "What is the greatest verse in the Bible, I said, all of it?" He said, "Come on," she said, "Come on, give it, give it to me, just one verse." John three sixteen: For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So any area that you're perishing in, it's the area that you're not believing in the son of God in that area. That's a revelation I got many years ago. And so um, just because the Lord provided everything that you need doesn't mean that you're going to automatically have it. His will is for you to increase, but it doesn't mean that it's going to happen automatically. Some have the notion that if God wills it, it just happens. That's one of the biggest lies of the enemy. If God, how many know it's God's will for everybody to be saved? He willed for everybody to be saved, but everybody's not saved. Um, There is in Christianity, there is a God side to the promises, and there's a human side. And we have to work with the Lord. Give you an example: to be saved or born again, you have to confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, but you also have to hear something. That's the gospel to believe it. What if you hear it and don't believe it and don't confess it? Nothing will happen, even though it's available. Romans for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus, the gospel of Christ. Um, and it goes on for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone, to the Jew first, to the Gentiles, to everyone that believes. So it's the power of God to those who believe. But if you don't believe, there's no power that will be re- re- activated in your life. You got to activate that power by your mouth Kevin talked about that Frank talked about that with your mouth with your your words through your words you confess to receive the Holy Spirit um, notice I, 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 I actually see this a lot is that when people come up to receive the Holy Spirit they expecting God to come upon them like a robot I receive oh. <laughs> I mean, they, they expect that to happen and it doesn't happen that way. You got to open your mouth. And, and whether I was in Uganda or Ben Salem right before I left, I had to instruct people. You got to open your mouth. The Holy Spirit gives you utterance. You have to hear something. You got to believe it. And you got to open your mouth and yield to the Spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit gives the utterance, but we do the speaking. If we don't speak, nothing will happen. So it could be God's will for you to speak in tongues. But if you don't open your mouth, it doesn't matter. Nothing's going to happen. I've seen the power come upon people and nothing happens. I said, he's on you. Open your mouth. And then they'll just open their mouth. I, it's like this. The moment you decide to speak in tongues is the moment he creates the language. It's a light switch. Power is always available. And when I connect the, my pop, PSNG, if I pay my bill, I connect it to the power. When I turn the switch on, I plug something it in, it's available. Power is always available. Same with healing. Same with provision. The the provision is already there. You got to tap into it. Grace accomplished the vision. uh, Excuse me. Grace accomplished the provision. Grace uh, did all the work. Your faith accessed that which grace has accomplished. And you bring it into reality. It's a reality, but it may not be a reality in your life. The thoughts of the enemy was snakes, 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 snakes in the room. And if I were to release my faith, then the devil would have influence a snake to get through the pipes, get under the bed, and I would have had all these dreams. I mean, it would have been reality. That's what happened with fear. Fear brings the word and the will of the Satan into your life as a reality. Perception is everything. <clears throat> um, to receive prosperity, believe it's God's will and act accordingly. Tithes, give offering, other things. So we'll get into that. To witness, how many know? God's will is for us to witness. So you got to know the gospel, why Jesus died, establish a report with people. A lot of times people want, you know, somebody asks me, oh, are you going on the streets? You know, I've seen God's power more on the streets than in the church. Uh, not me. <laughs> it doesn't matter where I'm at, whether it's streets, whether in a temple, whether the a Catholic cathedral or whether in the church, God's power is available. So it doesn't make it more anointed because I'm on the street preaching. Actually, I think sometimes, I'm not saying it at all, sometimes we harm the gospel because you don't know anybody. Why should they believe what you're saying? They don't have no report with you. And, and, and you expect people to... Be. Yes, back in the day when they didn't have TV, TikTok, and all the other things, it was more common for people to get saved when you're preaching on the street. But today, people want relationships. There's nothing like it. So you can't... You can't just Well, I just go, go preach. Who are you preaching to? You don't know nobody. You don't look like anybody... You, you got to have something for people to be attracted to. You You got to be friendly. You got to have your breath smell good. You know what I'm saying? How are you going to preach about heaven and your breath smell like hell? I'm just giving you an example. I mean, you got to do some natural stuff, right? And so to witness, you got to know and you got to speak with boldness and assurance. And you got to let the gospel do the work. Give the people opportunities to receive Jesus and not just share the opportunity. Uh, It's God's will for everybody to go to church. But if you don't go to church, it it could be God's will all day. But if you got to do something about it, you got to get up and go to church and become a part of it. All right. That's just a little. um, There's something we have to do with your increase. You have to believe it's God's will for you to prosper and do something with it. You got to believe it's God's will. You have to see yourself prosperous. You got to see yourself. I'm not saying go and charge your credit cards and act like you're prosperous. That's fake prosperity. I, I'm talking about use what you got, <laughs> manage what you have, yeah. You know, don't act like something that you're not. I'm prosperous and get a car that you can't afford, and you will see a rep- repossession. Well, why did God let that happen? No, you were stupid enough to believe that you have the money when you don't have it. It's like writing a check and believing God will put the money in by time the check clears. But we know now today, you write a check, it's there like seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's not be um, foolish in presuming that it's got, you know, God wants me to prosper. I heard a pastor talk about prosperity. So now, now I'm going to start acting like, no, you, know, you go to Tarjay right now before you go to other places that cost more money. And right now you go to Chick-fil-A, chick for heaven, and enjoy that and treat it like it's a, you know, a million dollar meal. Right now, if you can't afford first class, which is 11,000, not, not yet, I will one day. <laughs> but right now I'll stay with my economy. Praise <laughs> the Lord. That's where we are. We operate in the faith that we have and we develop what we have until we can get there. But what I'm saying don't stay there. Don't think like that. If you want more, you gotta believe for more, you gotta see for more, right? Yeah. Amen. Um where's Ashley? Ashley got raptured. Okay, you know those two bags. I need those two bags. Oh, look at, look at, <laughs> yes. Y'all welcome the African Queen. <laughs> Uh, Daniel, help, him out, help her out. I want you to give everybody one of each. One of each. I want you to think big. I want you to think big. I want you to think grand. I want you to know that payday is coming. Payday is on its way. I heard the wine is many years ago. Payday is coming. It's on its way. I want you to think grand. Grand. The G stands for get clear about your vision. I stole that from Terry. It's Terry Seville for it. Get, get, get clear about your vision. R stands for rehearse saying, no. rehearse saying no. No to the extra money that you're spending on something that is going to take away from your vision of increase. Glory to God. Amen. We'll talk about the other ones in a minute. All right. But you got to see. So you see you got grand. Get grand, a grand vision for your increase. And know that payday. If you keep doing what God tells you to do, Payday's coming. There's a scripture in Timothy that says he that, um, it, you know, bodily exercise, profit little, but godliness profited both now in the now in this age and in the age to come. I don't need it. <laughs> I've been, been around carbs for the last 17 days. Carb city. I said, Jesus, I, I, I bind diabetes, carbs. <laughs> no matter I was walking, I walked a couple days, but then I was not enough. I gotta walk every day. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, you have to see yourself free financially to fulfill God's will. Vision sets you free from the limitation of what the eyes can see. Allow you to enter into the liberty of what the heart, what the heart can see. Vision makes unseen visible and the unknown possible. Vision makes what is invisible, visible, the unseen possible. You got to get a vision for something bigger, bigger house, bigger, greater anointing, come a greater impact. You have to see yourself, vision, whatever you you have and you call to see bigger, see bigger. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Um, Uh, Mark 9, 23, you have to see this with your own eyes. Mark chapter 9, verse 23, you should highlight this, put it on index cards, put it on a screensaver. You got to see this for yourself. Mark chapter 9, verse 23 says, and Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. If you can, all things are possible to the one who believes. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. It isn't a matter of if it's God's will or if God can. It's whether if you can believe for it. If you can see it, you can have it. If you can believe for it, it is possible. The scripture says, um, uh, we're not receiving based on God's ability, but based on us. All things are possible. What's possible? Let me give you some things. Debt, freedom. See, all your credit cards paid off. Maybe start naming them zero balance. Come on. Um, To purchase a house with cash. Why not? Why not? Why not be the first one in your family line to buy a house cash? Why not? Who said you have to have a 15-year or 30-year-old mortgage? Who told you that lie? That's just another form of slavery. This is my freedom, exodus. Freedom looks good on you. What if you just had to pay your taxes? Why, why not have multiple homes? <laughs> you want to go to Florida? Oh, I go for doing the winter months. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe you want to go overseas and buy houses that you don't have to pay taxes on. Come on, Uganda. <laughs> Ghana. Come on. Why not? Why not you? Why not now? To buy your cars with cash. To buy a building with cash. Buildings. Well, this is gonna blow your religious mind. Let me take this out. <laughs> Why not? Lord, call PD to the nations. Why not have him buy a plane? Why not? Why not? Why do I have to go through that? And when I can hire somebody to fly, I don't have no desire to learn how to fly, but 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 I can pay somebody else to fly for me. Why not have the best? <laughs> I don't know. I don't see how we only get sixty people. Get over it. It's not always going to be sixty people. It's going to be a time that you fighting for seats, and you come late, you're going to have to stand up. Come on. Why not see yourself paying for your kids' education out of cash, not loans? Loans. Uh, you don't have to take out student loans. Why have a covenant with the, the federal government? You, you're signing your covenant Jesus. with them that I'm going to pay Jesus. this. Why not pay cash for it? Oh, it's, it, you want to go to Harvard? $100,000 a year? No problem. Every month we pay for it. Or oh, why not pay for it ahead of time? Why not? I'm depending on scholarships. Well, scholarships are great. and Thank God for scholarships. And I'm not knocking that But if it costs a little more money and you have it and God is empowering you, it's okay. You can have the finest. Eat well. You don't always have to eat. Now, don't go out and do it because you don't have it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Unless you know the money's going to be paid off in 25 days or whatever. But but why not? Why not treat each other out? Why not? Why? Why not you? So faith sees beyond the eyes. Hope is birthed out of vision. God has placed within every person a vision that is designed to give purpose and meaning to life. Let me tell you what the the poorest man is, the the poorest person. The poorest person in the world is a person without a dream. Um, I, I. I don't agree with everything with Dr. Miles Monroe. He has had a great influence on my life. Some of the latter teachings, I'm not agree- I do not agree with it. I have no boast in it. I do not agree with the gospel of the kingdom. I believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the gospel of the kingdom. But We're not going to fight about that. That's between you and your religion. Um, but what I am going to say is that his wife married him. He was poor fit financially, but because of his vision. And the vision took care of her, <laughs> led her home. Amen. So the poorest person in the world is a person without a vision. The most frustrated person in the world is someone who has a vision but doesn't know how to bring it to pass. Hope defers makes the heart stoop. Vision will motivate you to get up in the morning. As a pastor or leader, we, we have to think more about the vision than we do about the needs. And as a believer, you got to think more about the vision than the need. Angel and Tamika at one point in our church both had vision services where they talked about having a vision board. Angel did it one year on New Year's Eve at our our house. We had papers and we cut it out. And and get a vision. Think bigger. Glory to God. The Bible says write the vision down. Make it plain. Winston Winston Churchill said this. We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Let me say that. We make a living by what we get. But we make a life by what we give. Have a vision for your life. We've been told no so much that sometimes we think that God is going to say no to our vision. We think God's going to say no to the dream. Why not? Why not? Why not believe that he's going to say yes? We From from little kid, baby, no, 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 no. It's programming us. No, 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 no. You got to learn how to be open to yes and cut the people who are always said no. The person is like, oh, why do you as a missionary need to be first class? Why not? I carry the most important message in the world. Why not? This message deserves at least $12,000 worth of first class service <laughs> and more. Sometimes people get upset when churches buy like visit, like buy like a board or buy nice screen t- like big screens, like huge screens, like screens that cost like $500,000. People are upset about it. Why not? The Word of God deserves that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or if you could give that to the poor. That sounds like some Judas stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like why, why, is she spend, why is she spending so much money? Like th- this perfume and, and this alabaster box, she's spending all and to, to, to worship you. Don't you think the Son of God is worth it? Don't you think having a house, a service, a church is worth it? I used to do. Youth, I used to do. I'm talking too much business. Like I used to do youth services. Youth shut ins forty-five thousand dollars for twelve hours. Come on now. I used to do um, camp retreats. Sixty-five thousand dollars for to take a bunch of inner-city kids to the mountain. Sixty-five. That's somebody's pay on um, salary for the whole year. <laughs> Why not? Some of y'all benefited from that right now. <laughs> Come on, don't tell me that the gospel' is not worth it. It is an investment. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> Glory to God. There was um I've never seen a man become poor by giving. I've never seen a man become poor by giving. There was a business part, a businessman who partnered with God. He he got a hold of Malachi chapter three. He believed that if you give it to God 10%, um, that the Lord will take care of it. At, he had a vision by the end of his life, he would be giving God 90% and living off the 10%. He actually gave, um he, sometimes he would sponsor a whole crusades of Billy Graham's back in the day. Do you know that at the end of his life, this man was. Giving 90% of his income and living off the 10%, he said this. He said, "I couldn't shovel out the money quick enough, than God was shoveling it back. <laughs> why not get in that flow? Before you get it out, it's coming to you, because He gives seed to the sower, bread to the eat. Come on, you, you give it out and psh, harvest, and that's why. Listen, you you know, you do your conviction, and and I'm not doing this out of a motive. God knows my heart, but every time the opportunity to give. You should be giving something because you keep a continual cycle of harvest out there. Seed in the ground. Me and my wife, we all talking. We got seed in the ground. We got too many seed in the ground. Too many seeds in the ground. And harvest over here, over there, over there, over there, over there, over there. Why not plant? Listen, in 2019, I went to Pastor Alex Farm. He's over at Small Charity Uganda. And it didn't look like much. I went back this time, it was harvest. He got banana, banana trees all over huts and everything just harvest because he was planting too much seed in the ground. If you keep that seed in the ground, keep watering, keep praising, keep giving God, confessing the word, it's going to hit you continually. Continually. So much money coming in. You just got, it's like Ecclesiastes says, you cast your bread before water and it comes back several ways. Thank you, Lord. So get a vision for your financial future. Ephesians three twenty says, "Now to him was able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that works in us." So he's able to do exceedingly abundantly. I tell young people all the time when they about to get married, and older people they got to get married. How do you know that that person is the one? If they're Ephesians three twenty, that's the one. (laughs) If they're not Ephesians three twenty, it's not the will of God. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and has no sorrow to it. And if you got sorrow with your finances, that means you did something wrong. and It wasn't blessed. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, makes rich. The word rich is, is more than enough. The word blessed means not so much like you, you're the wealthiest person in the world. Well, the word is the empowerment to, ble- to prosper. Curse means the empowerment to fail. So why not believe God? Have a vision for more. Glory to God. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the store for the righteous. And God has more money than you got needs. He wants to break the desire. He wants to break your needs today and give you into the overflow. He's a God of more than enough. He got more money than you got needs. Glory to God. He wants to not just talk to you about, I think praying for your needs is good, but it's not God's best. I believe, I believe that you should come to a place where you have your needs met, and you can bless somebody else. If you're just praying for your needs, you're praying on a low level. Pray to have more than enough. God bless you to have more than enough. More than enough. He wants you to be a blessing to somebody else. he give you a bigger house. You need to host more. Come on. I'm not asking to come over. I'm not asking to come over. Well, what I'm saying, is, you know, why not host? Hospitality, ministry of hospitality. Get them across your table. Get some good food into them and preach the gospel to them. Amen. Hey, do you know Jesus loves you? He can do the same for you. (laughs) There's a heaven again. He got a mansion like this in heaven for you. Why not? (laughs) Glory to God. Um, Dave Ramsey has the three big principles. Save, spend and give. Save, spend and give. You need to give God 10 percent. You need to save. You need to spend. You need to save, spend and so forth. The Bible has a lot more to say about money than he does heaven. Um, there's no money in heaven. Money is on earth. So don't ever pray that God to send you money from heaven as a counterfeit if it does, if it comes. I am gonna tell you, God is so excessive. You know, some of you are a good steward. You're not a good steward. Oh, you, you fed those pastors? I paid $200 a day. We fed 13, 30 pastors. 200. There's two, two conferences, Tuesday conference. So that's $400. $400 of KLM money fed some pastors and leaders. $200 a day, and they had a good meal. They might not have had a good meal the whole year, yeah, yeah. but when they came to CPD, because of the favor of God, they got fed well. Amen. Yeah, we, I, the finest African foods. I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> so I, think, I think the next day, it got increased. I'm like, y'all come, y'all didn't register? <laughs> it was like, Lord, have we heard about the food? <laughs> Glory to God. KLM got a seed in the ground over there. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, we, we, we got we to think bigger. Um, the Bible, again, has more to say about money. Heaven is our home. Earth is, a, is our assignment. And God gives us money to fulfill our assignment. Heaven is our home. I want to go to heaven. I long for heaven. I want to see Jesus. But my assignment, because I love Jesus so much, he puts his priority in my heart, which is people. And so God wants me to stay on the earth to benefit. I don't benefit people when I'm in heaven. I only benefit people when I'm on earth. I can't even pray for them when I'm in heaven. That goes out the theology of praying. Oh, Saint so and so is praying. No, I'm a saint. I pray here on earth. You are too. And so we need money to fulfill the assignment. He said, all I need is Jesus. Silver and gold you can have. I'll just take Jesus. Why not have the money to fulfill the great purpose that God has placed inside of you? It takes money to do the will of God. I did not go to Uganda on, on, on nothing. It's just the gospel. Oh, it's all about the gospel. Yes, it is. But we need some money to preach the gospel. The glory to God. Um, the Lord talks about honoring him with tithes and offering. I, y'all, got, y'all got a couple of It's not Super Bowl. Listen, I've been away for three weeks, so you can, you know, hold on. We got some bagels coming for you. Um, so the Lord wants to bless you to honor him with your tithes and your offering. He wants to um, bless you by helping you to take care of your family. It is God's will for you to take care of your family. That's right. That's right. The Bible actually says in Timothy that you, you are worse than an unbeliever if you don't take care of your own house. Uh, for those who got child support, you better pay your child support in honor of God. And for the sake of the gospel, protecting the name of Jesus, say, I'm a good father paying for my kids. And if you're a mother paying child support, I'm a good mother. And I'm not trying to escape paying for my kids that I let, I brought into this world. They didn't ask to be brought here. So it's my responsibility. They're not to be given to me. I'm supposed to give to them coming out of my body. Amen. Glory to God. And you got kids, God will bless you for the sake of the kids. Yes. And then also, we, we're to be blessed to, to bless others. Yes. God wants us to have, and I'll show you the scripture in Ephesians that changed my life. He wants to bless us to such an extent that we're blessing someone. If you're just praying, Lord, bless me, and my family, my four, no more, that's so self centered. Yes. Oh, God, I don't believe in prosperity. Self centered theology. Yes. Yes. Because you just want enough just for you. But maybe God allocated poverty to me. That's my lot in life. No, no, that's your lot. Right. You Well, you know, some people are at a job and they hate the job. I just hate this job. I just hate this job. And they stay at the job. I guess God wants me at this job. No, you live in America. You have opportunity to go to somewhere else. All right. So so if you don't like your job, God has blessed you in a country that you can go and apply for another job and get more money. So you're not stuck. Amen. <laughs> you have already proved that, ma'am. <laughs> You've quit several times and my heart was like, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. Uh, let me get a job too. Don't quit. Oh, no, no. This will be all right. And the Lord comes through every time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. I'll be mean, fear. Like, man of faith. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm confessing my sins to you. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, let me, real quick. Got a couple more scriptures and then we're going to have to do a part soon. Um, Three financial levels. You heard me talk about it. There's three levels. Not enough. Just enough, more than enough. Steps. Most of the time, God does not take you from not enough to more than enough. It's stages. How are you faithful with not enough? You paycheck to paycheck. Okay? That's where you are. It's no curse. It's no, no sin in having paycheck to paycheck. So let's believe God for more than we have more money than we have month. <laughs> Come on. So if you so don't try to believe God for a million dollars when you can't believe God for the extra two hundred dollars that you need to carry you on to the next pay period. So you got to do steps. Every little step I take. Right. Steps of faith, not leaps of faith. So believe God, if you got to take out the money for the mortgage, believe God to pay off the mortgage earlier. If you got to take out the money for the car, pay, finance your car, believe God to pay it off earlier. Uh, I want to believe God for cash free and you've st- stuck for the next five years believing when you don't have no car. So you got to do stuff. So if your faith is where the, you know, get a suit alone or, or finances right there. But it, you don't have to say there. I'm saying get vision for more. Glory to God. Then just enough, more than enough. God wants every child of God to have more than enough. So I want you to say this after me. God wants me to have more than enough. God wants me to have more than enough. God wants me to have more than enough. You are, let me tell you, remind you, you are a big deal. We, we actually changed the crusade, call it the, the big deal gospel crusade. Yeah. I went over there telling people how valuable they are to God. And it was breaking stuff off of people. Yeah. They were like, they are going around, I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. We're actually looking at Christopher Martin, who's from Jamaica, a pastor's son, a secular artist. We're actually looking at him doing two songs for the crusade. How are we going to pay the money? It doesn't matter. God is worth to bring him to Uganda to sing, I'm a big deal with PD and on stage with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I, I believe, I mean, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, God doesn't mind us having money. He just doesn't want money to have us. So let me give you some scriptures and I want to pump this faith in. We believe the word of God. See, some people, they just, oh, I just want to hear about Jesus. This is hearing about Jesus and concerning your assignment for him so you can have money to fund the vision that you have. Where there's vision, there's provision. The problem is we don't have vision. See, the vision is birthed out of your purpose. So what's your purpose? God is a God of purpose. They were saying, I'm Dr. Miles Moreau, anointing is on me right now. God is a God of purpose. Say, God is a God of purpose. God
0: purpose.
1: Everything that God does, he does it with purpose in mind. <laughs> and your purpose will draw the money you need to fulfill it. You just got to get into it. Get in your grace. Get in your calling. And the money will come. I wasn't going to go to the scripture yet, but I need to, I need to, I need, I feel that anointing. Luke chapter two, I mean, Matthew chapter two, <laughs> glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Matthew chapter two, verse 11. It says this, and going into the house, let talking about Jesus, uh, the, the wise men. Um, how many wise men were there? Three. We don't know. Come on. Somebody who knows their Bible. And going into the house, the wise men, and they saw the child with Mary and his, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped Him. That lets you know that Jesus is God. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, frankincense and myrrh. So you, you, you see this? The anointing on your life will draw the resources that you need. Jesus. Is the anointed one. And when you are in the anointing that God has placed on your life, it changes everything. Money that you need is in the will of God, which is the anointing that God has placed on your life. Get in your anointing. Stay with it. And the money you need will come. The anointing draws money. Listen, I I was in Uganda and people running up to the altar giving out their money my natural self Oh, don't do that you need this more than me no 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 don't rob them don't rob them to that blessing they responding to the anointing the anointing calls people to give to you whether you got a business that anointing will cause that loan to pass (laughs) you may not have crossed all the t's and dotted all the i's on your proposal but that anointing will get favor on your proposal and you'll get the money that you need and you'll pay it off before time. Come on, come on. Amen, amen. Get in your anointing. The anointing. See, I I, got to get in my purpose. I got to have a vision and I got to stay with it. You keep at it, keep at it and watch the the, the poverty be broken and watch you get into the flow of finances. I'm telling you, it's, it's there. The money we need is here. It's not out there. Amen. Amen. That's like Christ. Paul said like this, the life that I now live, I live in the flesh by the faith of the Son of God. It's not that I live, but Christ, the anointed one, lives inside of me. If I allow the anointed one, wise men and women will come and bring money to me. But I got to allow him to live his life through me. So what has he called you to? Great businessman, great business woman. See, whatever your calling is, whatever your calling is, Jesus wants to manifest that in your life. So let's say everybody's not called to a fivefold ministry. Very few people are called to 5 fivefold ministry. There are some who are called to be not just prayer warriors, but giving warriors. If you're a businessman or woman, and that's what God's called you to. Jesus. The business, the businessman wants to manifest in that area. Perhaps you're called to be an actor. Jesus, the actor inside of you wants to do Jesus, the social worker. Jesus, the teacher. Jesus, the principal, the administrator. Come on. Jesus, the fireman. Jesus, come on. Jesus, the the, the homemaker. Come on. Whatever God has on you. Well, I'm called to my kids. I'm not called to work outside of the house. I'm called to be here to make sure they have meals, do homework, and that anointing. Jesus, the homemaker, will bring the anointing that that house needs to sustain it. As if it's a, five-fold, a five-household income. <laughs> Come on, I'm preaching better than you saying, all right. Listen, get in your anointing. Well, What if you're frustrated? Then pray a little bit more. God, use what you got. And allow that anointing to develop while you're working that job that you hate. Don't go quit that job. I'm quitting a job and coming to my anointing. And then next week you're like, Pastor. (laughs) I'm not telling you to go quit tomorrow. (laughs) I'm telling you to pray it out. Get the strategies that you need to operate in that anointing. Let's look at the scripture. Proverbs. Come on. (laughs) Proverbs. Thank you, Lord listen, your prosperity is in my mouth. I feel it. I feel it. Jesus. Proverbs chapter 12. Stacy Joseph said that many years ago, and I was like, what the heck? I don't know about that. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 11. Let's look at this. You need to see this with your eyes. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. You got to work Your land. What's your land? Purpose. Purpose. Whatever your land is, you got to work it. Let me give you this other scripture. Um, Proverbs 18. Let's go there. Proverbs 18 verse 16. Proverbs 18 verse 16 says, A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the greats. Work your gift. Right now, work your gift. And allow your gift to finance your vision. Work your gift. What is your gift or your gifts? Let it bring you before the great. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Last scripture. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. It says this. Let the thief no longer steal. Stop trying to get money for nothing. Eh. Don't lie on your income tax. Don't try to um, connive people, make manipulate them. Says let the thief no longer steal, but let him labor um, doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. So the vision is to have more than enough. If you're just working for your needs and working to pay off your debt, and that's all your vision, then you have a low level vision. Why not have so much freedom in your finances that you're working? Let me support something else. Let me give to something else. And I'm just talking about the church. I'm talking about being able to give everywhere I went. When I went to a restaurant in Uganda, when I I actually um, I'm, I'm confessing this. Um, my wife had to change my mind many years ago. when We were to Florida. She's like, "Let's go get our, na- uh, our feet done." I said, "No," but she said, like, "We're in Florida. Nobody gonna know you." <laughs> and so I did. So it set me free for this time. So I went, and so uh, th- this is a salon place. They cut your hair. So they cut my hair, and then um, they gave me a massage, like just a shoulder massage, scrub my face, and then uh, they did my nails. Then they did my feet. Uh, then they washed my head, washed my face, put a hot warm, and I gave them a tip. Tip is an American thing. They were so grateful. So when I walked in the next, I went three times this time. I walked in, he was like, oh, come, come. <laughs> they were lined up, and I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? It's $22 for all that, by the way. Yeah, That's not bad, right? Everybody want to go now. <laughs> I mean, one friend of me on WhatsApp, give me your number. Let me follow your IG. <laughs> You must be something. And they would say, you're rich. And, and, and Pete, you know, I'm, I'm not skinny. <laughs> but people just say, we want to be like you. I'm like, I want to be like you. How are you skinny? And they said, no, no. Your weight speaks of prestige. It speaks of education. It speaks of finances. So we call you rich man. Rich man. I said, come on, speak it. Speak it, speak it, speak it. Come on. Rich man. The rich man from New Jersey is here. Yes. <laughs> confess it. Confess it. The Muslim guy at the, this is called Cafe Java. And um, I kind of got some American food there. So I will go there often. <laughs> I was like, yes. And I found water with electrolytes. I was like, yes, Jesus loves me. I'm a big deal because I need some electrolytes. Because one time I was sweating so much. Um, I was dri- I drove in Uganda, by the way. And so, uh, the, the, the wheel, the wheel is on the other side and the r- other side of the road. And I'm like, they said, like, oh, you good. I said, New York, New York. <laughs> if you can drive in New York, you can drive anywhere. And they said, no, no, no. If you can drive in Uganda, you can drive anywhere. I believe that. And I was like driving. And all of a sudden, my legs start cramping. I said, oh, I know what this is. I just came from the farm, the country, and I didn't see no snakes. I was like, oh, God, oh, God, uh, Charlie Horse, everything. I was like, oh, electrolytes. And so we had to pull over. But I, I tell you, I found this Cafe Java, this grocery store, and they had the water with electrolytes. I said, my God, Jesus loves me. I'm a big deal because he made sure that they had water with electrolytes on it. And what happened if I didn't? i just put some salt in the water I have, you know, get some pickle juice. <laughs> Wonderful things. Amen. Amen. I want you to work your grace. I want you to work your gift. Get into that anointing and watch God blow your mind. I'm telling you, there's more money that God wants to bring to you. Um, just like God provided for, when He when there was seemed to be a lack in Jesus' life, He needed to pay his taxes. Don't run away. Don't run away paying your taxes. Medical bills, you got to pay them. Make arrangements. Uh, it's just not fair. It's not fair. Welcome to the world. All right. I mean, it is what it is. I'm, you know, and, and, and the Lord is favor. He's able to do supernatural debt cancellation. I believe in that. Amen. But you got to do what you got to do faithfully. And I'm telling you, um, God will give favor, give you favor, and they'll wipe out stuff. Or, 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 or he'll give you the empowerment to pay it off quicker. I mean, just supernaturally making a decision to do what's right. Then integrity of the upright should guide them. And when Jesus needed money and he says, go fish, the money was in the fish's mouth. When you purpose to do what's right, the anointing will provide for what is in your heart. Amen. To do. You might not have it right now, but because you purpose to pay your bills back, he will supernaturally empower you to do it. I've seen single mothers, tithers who didn't know where the next meal coming from and they're faithful. I remember being a little boy on government cheese, the big block cheese. Now I'm in Uganda, flying somewhat business class, and I'm crying like, oh, God, I'm from Arkansas, Jonesboro, single mom, you know, just been raised by my mom and my aunts and my grandmama and some of my uncles. And I'm like, here I am changing the world, changing the world. They're texting me now. Uganda is not the same. Yeah, and guess what? They offered me a job in the seminary yeah, yeah. while I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I didn't ask for it. They they invited me to this and they were like, tell me your vision. I was falling asleep. I said, like, oh God. So I just confessed, It's jet lag. <laughs> but I was like, oh, this is boring. <laughs> and, and do you know, do you know, they said every time you come to Uganda, we want you to do a two-day seminar at our seminary. Money. <laughs> Ready to be made. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. All right. Let me give you some applications real quick. Um, I have seven. I'm, I'm probably going to give you two. The first one, you got to seek God and not increase. Matthew 6, Next week, we, if we get to it, I'm going to talk about the dangers of prosperity. So this is a balanced message. It's not just money, 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 money. Come on. Uh, it's not just that. <laughs> but I want you to be careful of the dangers of it. There is a dangerous side of it. And Jesus said about the deceitfulness of riches. Yeah. Riches can deceive you and act like you're God. And we'll talk about that next week, maybe, if we don't finish it. Uh, but ma- seek God and not increase. Seek first the kingdom. If you go so hard after God, money comes chasing you. Deuteronomy 28 says this, that the blessing of the Lord makes rich and has no sorrow. This is Proverbs. It says, the blessings will chase you down and overtake you. Yeah. If you go after God, blessings will chase you. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Let me give you a second one. Uh, uh, let's do, develop a vision for more. Proverbs 29, 11. Well, there's no vision, people perish. So develop vision for more. So imagine with me, God has given you your imagination. It's not just a temptation. Just my imagination. Just learned that song a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> uh, use your imagination for the glory of God god gave us our imagination it's not there just for nothing imagine me Ker franklin imagine you being wealthy for the glory of god this is the beginning of our wealth building series for the kingdom of god glory to god thank you lord thank you lord thank you jesus in the name of jesus listen listen if you don't know Jesus, I want to give you this opportunity. I want you to be bold enough, brave enough to raise your hand, every eye closed, every head bow. You say, Pastor Dwayne, I want to give my life to Jesus. Jesus is a true treasure. He's the true increase. Raise your hand and say, that's me. He said, one. He said, I want to uh, give my life back to Christ. I was once walking with the Lord, but I was in, I'm in a backsliding condition. I want you to be bold enough to lift your hands. So that's me. Number three. If you're hearing you hear and say, Pastor, Doyle, I heard you talk about speaking in tongues. I do not have a prayer language, but I want to receive my prayer language. I want you to be bold and brave enough to lift up your hands and say, That's me. I want to speak in other tongues. Is there one? And is there anyone here who like say, I want to join my join your church? I want to join KLM, not my church, his church. I want to join KLM. I want to be a part of this growing community. I want you to raise your hand. Is there one? All right, my last invitation is if you hear you have pain in your body, I want you to join me standing. Tooth issues, teeth. You got an infection in your teeth. They talking about root canal. I've prayed for several people and God himself has come to visit them and change their teeth. Jesus, the dentist, is here. If you got back problems, arthritis, hearing issues, whatever, just stand up and I'm going to pray a general prayer. Whatever issues that you might have in your body, Jesus, the healer, is here. I want you to raise your hand. <clears throat> there is no... Um, uh, the anointing makes the difference. It is the anointing. Lift up your hands. You're, you're not coming to receive from a man, but you're coming to receive from Jesus, the man, Christ Jesus. I want you to lift up your hands. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father God, I come to you in Jesus' name. I believe in my heart that you raised Christ from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And that, thank you, Lord, for making provision for my spirit for my soul, for my prosperity, and for my body. And so, Father, right now, I receive Christ, the healer. And I thank you that Jesus bore my sicknesses and carried my pain. So it is illegal for pain, infections, disease, pain to be in my body. In Jesus' name. I want you to focus on Jesus. Let me say this general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your healing power flowing into this building. And right now, I speak to every sickness, disease, pain, infection, whatever's going on in the people's God's body, I speak to it and I command it to go in Jesus' name. Every infection, every pain, back pain, every issue, I I speak to it right now in Jesus' name. Go. I curse you at the roots and I command you to leave the people of God now. Go from the people of God. Listen to me. Pain, listen to me. Sickness, listen to me. Disease, listen to me. I command you to go in Jesus' name. Now just receive the healing right now. Receive Jesus the healer. Jesus the, the operator is here right now ministering to you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Receive. Now if you can do, can do something with, without pain uh, before I want you to begin to move your back Check your teeth, check your, your breasts, whatever's going on, begin to check those areas. And I'm telling you, the power of God is at work right now. The moment we prayed was the moment that power was released. There's a healing and a cure working in your body. Say, thank you, Lord, for a healing and a cure working in my body. Now, anybody testify? Where, where there was pain? Where is it? Where's it going? Go ahead, shout it out. Lord, back, gone in Jesus' name. Your foot gone in Jesus' name. Shoulder gone in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Your back gone in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And the rest of y'all just begin to worship God and thank God. He is no respecter of a person. Sometimes healing is instant and sometimes it's gradual. But believe that the power is working right now. It's working in you. The moment we spoke to it, it's the moment that God's power was released to start working in your body. There's a healing and a cure working, changing some things. The anointing is changing things in your body right now. The anointing is say this uh, right now. The anointing is changing things in my body right now. The anointing is changing things in my body. Come on, you believe that? Give God praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Everybody, join me. Pr- stand, standing, standing, while I pray for. The vision, of increase. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, go lift up your hands. <laughs> Jesus, the provider, will become a reality to you. Right now, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, for the vision for increase, both for us individually, collectively. I thank you, Father. Right now, right now, Holy Spirit, lead your people into their promised land. In Jesus' name, whatever you have provided for that vision that you placed inside, I thank you for that provision. In Jesus' name, I praise you. I thank you for the human resources. I thank you for the ideas and the strategies. Some of y'all just need to tap into some strategies. All it takes is one word from God to change everything about your financial situation. One word from God will set you up for the rest of your life. One opportunity, one call. Come on, I'm I'm talking to some people. One touch from God. Thank you, Lord, for the wisdom, Thank you for the vision. Open our eyes, Holy Spirit. Open our eyes. Let us see what we don't see before. Lord, look, can't see naturally. Lord, let us see and let us hear things. Deliver us from unreasonable, wicked men and women. Deliver us from strange people. who have. Who, deliver us from negative people. Negative ide- ideologies. Deliver us from all, of always expecting to say no. Thank you for the favor of God. Thank you, Lord. That money... It's coming to your people now, and Lord, I thank you for angels working on their behalf. Oh, I see angels! I, I can't go without saying, angels are working on your behalf. Angels are bringing the money in. Angels are bringing opportunities. Angels are working to cause you to fulfill your God-given assignment, and there'll be more than enough for you and your family and everybody else. Glory to God! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's some things that God has placed in your heart to do. And I'm not just talking about ministry. I'm talking about there's some things, whether to be be a blessing to your parents, grandparents, whether to build some charities, some schools, um, whether to have young people's um, programs. There's some things that God has placed in your heart. You just get the wisdom and the strategies and you use your faith. Those things will come to pass. Those things will come to pass. Work on the vision. Work on hearing from God, getting the wisdom and begin to speak over that vision. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Don't think any ideal is too (laughs) far-fetched. Nothing is impossible. If you can believe for it, you can have it. All things are possible to him that believe. Believe for the impossible. Why not you being the one to be the first one to break Financial status in your family. Why not be the richest person in your family? For his sake. For his glory. God wants to make you rich. God wants. To, if it's going to cost you your salvation. He'll keep you where you are. But if you're willing to go and change. And be able to allow his spirit. His word to change you. He'll give you the money. Become a distribution center for his glory. Hey God speaks about the glory. Coming in our finances. In the name of Jesus, I see God throwing His glory in the finances of the members here. Throwing His glory, throw your glory on our finances. Throw your glory on our finances. So, you thought the glory was only for an experience, but the glory is for your finances as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The glory, yeah, 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 yeah. In the name of Jesus, yeah, yeah. That anointing, that glory, that glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Read some books and investigate and invest, invest in yourself and learn how money works and learn how to do things that you haven't been done. Just because you don't know it don't mean you should settle for it. In the name of Jesus, you go and you do the impossible. Prepare for the increase. Prepare your mind. Prepare your heart. Yeah. Yeah, prepare. Prepare for that which God has called you to. Thank you, Lord. And listen, listen. Just because you haven't seen it done doesn't mean that it's not possible for you. Yeah. Just because you haven't seen it done, just because there's not a model doesn't mean that you can't be the one to to trail the blaze. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
0: That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200, or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Grand New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to his word. God bless you.